Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hello, podcasters. Thank you for downloading uh, today. Great to have your company. Today we are continuing to raise money for Maddie's 50K walk. Mm-hmm. So some interesting people that we spoke to. Amazing guy, Damien, talks about um, losing his son to suicide. is so incredibly sad. Yeah. You know, when you go, you talk about him saying that all the family members have coped with it differently. Yeah, very differently. Yeah. 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 And I guess, and, and also the fact that there's nothing he can do for them. They have to get through that themselves, you know. I don't think you ever recover. No, I don't thing. think you do either. No. And we had some fun as well. We did. Yeah. Uh, a bit of a workplace pickle. Mm. for. Oh, a, was that uh, fun? Well, <laughs> yeah, the, 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 well, she didn't, he did. <laughs> he did. Um, and it's causing them some issues, uh, a little something that happened at a, at a work party. Well, I think it would be so bad to tell HR. Mm. I reckon it would be just as bad as me telling my dad I was pregnant. You know, the best thing would be if you actually did it with HR and then you had to report to HR to tell them that, what you'd done. Them, I just yeah. feel like I don't really like the person I hooked up with anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I thought they'd be better than what they were. Do you think when you tell HR you hooked up with them, not only do they have to take it from a work perspective, but do you think um, the person in HR would be like, really? Mm. Them? Mm. Why them? No, they do like no judgment. They can't. Mm. Or they wait till you leave. And they're like, hey, fellow HR. <laughs> Can no, we sorry. There's no this? such thing. I've got to get over that. There's no such thing as HR anymore. Isn't it? Nope. People and culture. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, yes. That's okay. what they're called now. Okay. My friend doesn't work as a HR manager, even though she's a HR manager and that's her degree. I said, did you do a paper on culture degree? So she's a PNC now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's not even called PNC. Oh, for God's sakes. Yeah. What's it called now? PNF. Why? Parents friends. and friends. You can't have just parents. Yeah, because sometimes not People every family have, is the same. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't, they don't even have uh, UFOs anymore. Why? What do they have? Uh, UAPs, Unidentified air for, Airborne Phenomenon. Is that oh. for real? Mm. Because not all aliens fly air, objects. Fly crafts, <laughs> like I don't know. Well, I think because, uh, A, you don't know if it's flying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> B, it's, it, it is identified as soon as you see it. Uh, but, yeah, so they've changed the name, yeah. so you can't say UFO. Right. Mm. It's very important in the geek community. <laughs> hey, I, I think it's really, it's all of our community. You I make mean, it seem like we're not aware. Ah, uh-huh, okay. Yeah. You know, they're like, it might seem like it has nothing to do with you until one lands in your, your crop field and then you're like, well, I really should have been up on this. <laughs> well, if anyone wants to, I'm going um, squatching on the weekend. So. What's that? Searching for them? Yeah, it's when you go looking for Bigfoot. Oh, because that's Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Ah, where are you doing that? <laughs> I'm not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing surprises me, bro. Uh, true. Uh, all right, let's get into the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I remember when we were Yes, the infringement notices are really being handed out around uh, Queensland. Is it money-making stuff or is it about safety? As I always say, yeah. it could be revenue-raising, but you're still committing a, a crime, so you have to pay the fine. You were talking about it on the morning show. I was, and I, I think that everyone goes, oh, you know, there's speed cameras and rah, rah, rah. If you're speeding, you're speeding, it's against the law, pay the fine. I think it's because we used to, back in the day, remember they put a sign up mm. 50 metres beforehand and then they took them away. Yeah, but now they've got waves. Well, now they're yeah. just getting people, like, for, oh, well, they're getting people for not wearing a seatbelt and also um, doing other stuff. Yes. Things that are quite dangerous. And you know how normally you'd go, I wasn't doing anything, can I please see the photo? If I were these people, I'd be like, <laughs> would you mind not publishing those photos? Because there is a photo going viral of them. She was 
she was checking. She dropped something at the driver's seat. So yeah. the driver was driving and yeah. she dropped something on the driver's lap mm-hmm. and she went to go down and get it. She was furiously it. searching mm-hmm. for it. In their statement, they if you check the date, he said it was his birthday. <laughs> so That's what you ask for on your birthday while you're driving for your partner to check if they've dropped something? Yeah. Okay. It's my only birthday. Is it? Okay, cool. Well, it's dangerous and it's illegal. Uh, So the Department of Transport are saying that, you know, the passenger was not wearing a seatbelt, which I don't Uh, know why they weren't wearing it. You're not wearing it correctly as well. mm. Anyway, so they were fined at uh, Upper Coomera. How many points do you lose for that? Uh, Four. No, that's not (laughs) sorry. I'm so sorry. And a $1,000 fine. Yeah. Yeah, so. So it was the non seatbelt sign because she didn't have a seatbelt on properly. We went on 131060. What have you seen people doing, though? Because I always find it amazing this day and age when you still see people um, putting on makeup. Mm. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. Especially mascara or eyeliner. You get dangerous. I've seen someone eat a bowl of cereal while driving. And when you think about that. Is that, dri- is that driving with their knees? Yeah, because you have to hold the bowl with one hand and the spoon with the other. So mm. completely like... We know how the cereal works. <laughs> I've been doing it wrong my I whole life. Well. I just stick my whole face yeah, right I in just, the I bowl. I just do it with one hand, do you? Just like, <laughs> I just keep it on the table and put my face in it. Yeah, All right. well, Thanks, you just heard man. from Stab. It now involves <laughs> one hand. It's a visual medium. I was painting a picture. Well, if it's visual, why are you explaining to people? <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that, people that read a book. That is crazy. Read a book? Mm-hmm. Whereabouts? Like on the freeway? On the freeway. And actually, uh, when my wife used to work down the coast, uh, she was spending a lot of time on um, on the roads because she'd commute and it's mm-hmm. an hour and a half and it, a lot of our listeners do the same thing. You do see a lot of, yeah, you know. And also the truck drivers out there. Because mm. yeah. they've got the You're keeping point. Australia alive, but <laughs> what are. have you seen? Because I, <laughs> I used to in the past. Yeah get changed in the car quite uh. often and once which I won't do anymore because well I don't have a need to but once I was uh, working down the Gold Coast uh, doing the weather and I just had bubs I think four weeks mm. um, and I had a double breast pump <laughs> and I was like oh my god by the time I get there I'm going to be like, all pumped mm. yeah. so that one I wouldn't imagine is illegal, illegal because you've probably. still well you've still got your seatbelt I still had a hands free I guess yeah and if they're just doing their own thing <laughs> You got a Bluetooth. Yeah. You got a Bluetooth milker. Yeah, I <laughs> did. Yeah, it was a battery. The battery one, right? Yeah. Just... Oh yeah, yeah, battery one. Yeah, but it was just it was an issue as well because when I got there, I didn't have a change of top. Oh. So all I can think of, and this is like you know, you just think, oh, thank for my lucky stars. Mm. When I went down there, it was raining, so it was oh, like perfect. hard to see. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they were like, yeah, don't go in the rain. You. I went, I will. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> don't go in the rain. It looks like you don't know the weather if you're out in the rain. <laughs> Surprise. Emma and Cressmead driving out there. What have you seen? Hello. Good morning, guys. Morning. Um, I actually saw a woman. I looked to my left and I was like, I had to double take. Um, she literally had like a foot long subway. <laughs> Um, holding with both hands, no hands on the steering wheel, and using kind of her knees. She had her knees up, trying mm. to steer with the steering wheel. Yeah. Mm. And I, <laughs> yeah. It's funny and you I say that because the woman in the picture real? is dealing with a six inch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting because usually they cut your sub in half, so they must have not cut it just yeah. the whole thing. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Dangerous. Yeah. Maddie and Banyo. Driving out there, what have you seen? Um, I was driving up the highway and saw someone using a toothbrush to brush their teeth and a mug to spit the excess oh, into. Wow. No. And you know what done. I always think about? Do they clear that out? 
every mm. morning or do they just oh, forget the next day? Oh, spittoon <laughs> in your car. But, you know, you got limited time, get it all done on the way. Do you save that much time, though? Mm, true. Maybe they like to stop and get a coffee. You know, it's like all those debate. Oh, Do you brush yeah. your teeth before or after? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, thanks, Maddie. 131060, uh, that's our phone number. Karen in Strathpine, what have you seen while driving from the Gold Coast to Brisbane? Yeah, I was driving back from the Gold Coast and I saw a guy with his steering wheel hanging out the window. What? What do you mean, Karen? Yeah, so he literally took the steering wheel off. I don't know how it's connected, and then put it out the window, and was still driving straight down the highway. Wow! Oh, like as in he was saying, "Look what I can do." <laughs> Pretty much showing off down the highway, and I'm like, "How is he doing that?" <laughs> I still Whoa. can't work it out. So I think right. So some people he must have like a a, a way his click his steering wheel clicks on and off. Yeah, you can get those yeah, for that. racing cars and stuff where you just click the uh, steering wheel in and out. But So it wouldn't have been use, usable outside? No, 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 no. So He'd he's be... just pretending and then using his knees or something for oh. the little bit left? His knees or the force. No. Uh, you know, but yeah, he would just be, yeah. Well, you're saying he was going straight, Karen, so he didn't need to turn. Yeah, doing 110 oh. straight down the highway. Mm. That's stupid. Mm, it's stupid. Right. Thank uh, you, Karen. Yeah, you're winning at the moment. That's <laughs> <laughs> Although, Jeanette from Balmoral, you do this. You, people have probably seen you while you're driving in your car doing something. What do you do? Yeah, well, I have a long journey to work, Balmoral to Springfield every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have my tweezers on the go, and I, you know, as I'm driving along, I just pluck my chin, and I've had people look over and give me a little nod, and I just give them a wave back, and yeah. <laughs> do you know what, Jeanette? The lighting is perfect for that. For doing like your eyebrows and, and yeah. yeah, but mm. it's even while I'm driving, it's not even while I'm stopped. I've just literally got oh. it down pat. I have I have mixed myself a tiny little bit, but mm-hmm. um yeah, I've just got it down pat now, and um yeah, it's, it's got the job done. So the the only downside I can see here, you no, know, you can't mm. get caught because if you get caught, Jeanette's going to be like you're going to have a goatee by the sounds of things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It does say that you've got the most hairless chin in Brisbane. Yeah. Why do chin hairs grow so quickly compared to the rest of the hair? Exactly, exactly. Mm. That's why I do it every day. Mm, Where do you put the hair? Do you put it out the window or do you chuck it down on the driver's no, floor? it's like crumbs. It's like bread crumbs. So then when I get out of the car, I just shake off my dress. <laughs> <laughs> like a sausage when you eat a sausage, sausage roll. roll. <laughs> you scooch out. <laughs> you out the door. All gone. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened here. Nothing to see here. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Ah, oh, g'day. It's Trady Chat Tuesday. Well, he's hot and skinny and he's dad to Koa, Jagger and Finney. It's time to head to Abby's house and the one and only Scotty Tuhotty. Hey, Stabby. How are Welcome you, Welcome, people of the airways. How are we? <laughs> Good. I shared it to the Wood Ducks last night, going down by twenty, but that's all right. Going to get there, boys. The Wood Ducks. The Wood Ducks the is Wood his Ducks. football team. He's oh. gone black to uh, playing nine aside, um, and he came home probably about quarter past nine. And I was like, "How'd you go, baby?" He goes, "Oh, like really well, but they're heaps young." Yeah, so obviously they young lost. ones run around, run us old. Old. I reckon <laughs> our average age is around forty. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> What's your average age? Oh, mate, I think I'm. I feel 25. Are you saying so? Your oh, sorry, your team was yeah. average age 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were joking, sorry, saying the other team. Yeah. Right. No, 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 they're no, the young right. guys. Now I get you. Don't get you Scotty. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were saying their average age is 40. Uh, what brings you on the air with us today, mate? 
I'm talking about uh, a new workbench we got. Hey, honey. Oh, my God. Do not call it a workbench. Are you baby? Any excuse, though. Like, a couple of hours, we put it down. He's like, you know what we have to do? You have to christen it. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. He's like, there's a movie on for the kids. Sorry, she's hijacking your segment, Scotty. Why you called it a work bench? She always does that. I know, I know, I know, mate. I Terry know. Takeover over here. That's what I call you. I don't. No, you're Terry anymore. Takeover, mate. Because I now, now I go to do the dishes, put them away, right? Mm. And he's like, "Don't worry, babe, I'll do it." Because he's so particular. So now I just no, always. No, you just fit more in. You got to stack it properly, man. You'd have a nightmare like if you saw Stav oh, do you the dishes. Oh, yeah, but they get clean. Listen. Love you, Beth. <laughs> so you've got a new mattress. Is yeah, that the... sorry. Let's get into it. Yeah. You've got a new mattress. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, what are we, two nights in? It's a big deal getting a so, new mattress for us. Yeah. Well, you know your old one, like, you know, you got a hotel room. Like our old one's, you know, got um, dents where you lay. So <laughs> Gross. It's nice and embedded, you know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. got a groove, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's just, so now I'm going to make a new groove on this thing. But, but you don't, um, that's the whole point. You're not supposed to have grooves. Like it's supposed to be supportive so it doesn't have the dent. And we try and nah, move pretty, yeah. the mattress around so it didn't have a dent because right. his dent was bigger than mine. Hey, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Settle down, honey. Because you're a big manly man. Jesus. It was a bigger oh, dent so we used to move it around. A couple of kegs on me belly. Uh, <laughs> no, no, six packs for the keg. <laughs> you know? So do you not like the new mattress? You want your old one back? No, nah, it feels nice and dense, a bit like me at times. But um, yeah, I reckon it'll it'll grow on me. It's got a hundred days. You, we get to sleep on it for a hundred days, and if we don't like it, you return it for free. That's pretty good. How are you going to get it back in that box? Jeez, well, that was impressive. That came out of there. Well, they they just um <laughs> they just come and pick it up for no, free, and then you return obviously it. Obviously, not an option now. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're not getting it that's back. That's what in the that box. big sell thing is. <laughs> no, but, yeah, but then everyone gets it out of the box. and goes, "Well, we're keeping it. Yeah, yeah. It's not going back in there. They've done they've done a good job here. They've done a great job. I don't want to ruin it for you, but I think I like it. I know I was complaining the first yeah, night. Enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, now I like it. <laughs> I think, yeah, unless you want to divide it in half. I don't know if you get a choice, honey. I've got a saber We were discussing couples with bunk beds just last we week. We were. So you could be the first couple who, you know, you could ditch that mattress, you could get bunks, and then you could have your own mattresses. No, I'll just sleep downstairs, I reckon. You could do that. Yeah, we just... don't have to deal with the kids. We've just been talking about this mattress change for ages. So mm. now he's done yeah. it. He's like, I don't know if I was ready for it. I was like, oh, you feel yeah. it? It's not like... We haven't invited someone else into the relationship, but that's what he's acting like. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Was it too soon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well... <laughs> you say that like it, 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 it is an option. What? <laughs> we haven't invited yeah. someone into the relationship. Yet. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, well, it's a king like... size, baby, so we could probably get another one in there. <laughs> if you can find someone, go for it, babe. You know my rule. I always said that. Yeah. Someone just over 20, isn't it? Yeah. I said if he can find someone. Shout out really... to the ladies <laughs> over 20. This is I not said, the segment is for you two. that's young and hot and wants him, then go for it. Scotty, what's, do you know the radio station's phone number? <laughs> Yeah, thirteen ten sixty. Bang, yeah, that, bang. Yeah, <laughs> They're looking for a third, Brisbane. Right on. Good on you, mate. Good to chat. There you go. They got a brand new mattress. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Dear Abby, sometimes in life. Sh- 
gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you've got a little bit of a dilemma, you can send an email, dearabby at b105.com.au. Or you can DM me if you really want to like this girl because she wasn't trusting email. Oh, okay. Uh, She has written, who's up for a round of Have You Ever? All right, I'll go first. Who's kissed a colleague at a a night out? (laughs) Guilty. She said, I totally regretted it after, and I said so. I did say to him, I'm sorry, that was wrong. I really don't want anything, which I thought would be completely fine. But since then, at work, it is completely and utterly awkward. Mm. He's not my superior, but he's slightly higher than I am. Since then, I feel like I've been excluded for all meetings. He's been quite strange, and I'm left out of any chance of a promotion. I want to know, should I be telling HR or not? Mm. <laughs> 13, 10, 60. That's a pickle. <laughs> It is a pickle mm. because it sounds like he's obviously upset at the rejection, mm-hmm. which I guess he's got every right to be in a normal circumstances. Mm. But you would hope if you've done something like that, you'd both be adult about it. Mm. How does always... it go in a workplace? And do HR get involved in personal things? Well, I think if they're infringing on the workplace, then, yeah. then yes. But you always think that there is a clause. And I remember they did put a clause in when I was working in Black Thunders. Mm-hmm. Um, and... <laughs> See, because of Abby, there's a clause. No, no, there was a clause before I got <laughs> the there. Clause. And then it was worked out. <laughs> then it was determined that, that you couldn't actually put that clause in. Right, no. Well, they've got, it's like the bonk it's, ban it's in a, Yeah, Parliament. I was going to say But the apparently Barbie there Joyce is no thing. such thing. You can't, you can't stop you people. You can't monitor right. that. Yeah, mm. because I remember everyone was like, well, that's a bit weird. And I felt like everyone was more determined about it because there was a clause. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you, you want to do something bad? What is it? Let's, let's break it's the comic not allowed. It's, it's been not a while allowed. since I've talked to Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, though, he's not upset about the rejection. Maybe he is trying to distance himself I to not that create too. a HR issue. I thought issue. that, too. Maybe. Maybe he's trying to go, nothing happened here. And yeah. in doing it, he's gone too far that way in trying to avoid saying that something occurred, mm. that he's just completely... But if he's going to, yeah, but if he's going to blank her, I guess, from any opportunity for her to progress, Mm. then maybe she should say say something to HR. Yeah. If there's any HR managers out there or you work in HR and you're like, oh my God, I have to deal with this. Mm. Because it's it's like going in and going, hey, at the Christmas party. Um, I may have. Mm. Oh, a Christmas party is a HR department's nightmare. But they, they must have a sleepless night. But we just did our. They send us that email yeah. saying, "Don't do any of this stuff." And you go, "We just did our cool. code zone." And remember that a function that is organised out of work by mm. work is still is still a work, work event. Work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would yeah. yeah though? I mean, would HR be because HR is there for a reason and it's a very important role? But that is outside. Is that outside their realm of? I don't know if it is no. or not. No, no it's think, right I in their wheelhouse. In their, well, from what I read on our HR thing, it's in there. You realm. read it. Well done. <laughs> the gist. You didn't even know that there was a, a, a uniform code. Did you skip past that and just get to the juicy part? No, I, don't I think, knew there would I be. I don't think we have in our HR that you can't hook up. No, no, there's none of that. But what oh. I'm saying is if, well, you hook, if you hook up with someone at a work there? event. Are we allowed to hook up with people? Oh. We're talk, uh, we're talking Nikki, Nikki, Nikki said she's out. married yeah. to someone she hooked up with at work. That works. That's a very good point. <laughs> office manager outside that. I'm the studio. Sure was right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And Ellie, who is in the morning, <laughs> yes. she's married to who was one of her superiors at the time. So mm-hmm. is it deemed bad? And look because how they hooked her up. career's gone. She's killing it. But now it's they're married. It's allowed. <laughs> Ellie, did anyone complain that you guys were hooking up at work? Oh, she's going to run out. Because like you would have had to keep it secret for some time, right? Yeah, she did. And that's what it's like. She, he would have been your boss? Um, he was the boss of the other radio station at the time, so we didn't work together, mm. but he used to be my mentor. 
Oh, mentor. Oh, that sounds brain really power. bad. Doesn't yeah. It? yeah. And now you're married. He's not <laughs> happily married um, for eight years. He yeah, was eight. your mentor. God, that is that's a HR issue. So do you not let him mentor anyone any now? No, he'd give me an air check, and you know, <laughs> he yeah. was my mentor. And you'd give him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's fantastic, guys. Yeah, right. I highly recommend people looking up with others okay. in the workplace. In Get the around work- it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. cool. If they're okay. both single and willing participants, let's just chuck that in there. Yep. All right, 13, 10, 16. That goes without. So. Um, well, no, 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 not come on, no, 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 no. You have to say it like five times. Yeah. Do they During, actually have after, anything before? in Parliament these days where you can't? Yeah, the bonk ban. Didn't they bring in? The I bonk thought that band? was just a rumor. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon, Jane? Hi. Hey, Jane. hey, hey. What's your story? Um, well, I did have a relationship with my boss for two and a half years, and when we got found out, he got fired. Oh, because of the relationship. Yes, because he was my superior um, and we got busted and it could have been like in a coercive situation, but it wasn't. It was all very Mm. consensual. Are you you still together now? No. No, because he he didn't have a job. (laughs) He didn't have a job. Why would I want to date anyone without a job? (laughs) (laughs) So did you continue to work there for a while? Yeah, it was really awkward. Awkward, yeah. You had to leave straight away. That's what I'm saying. So there mustn't be any clause in there that you can't hook up with someone from work, but if you're in a superior situation, like job, yeah. you're yeah. supposed to be a duty of care, I guess. I think you can... You can yeah. date he was caring for Jane too much. You can date within your ranks, I think. Well, that's, I don't that know sounds... what the exact rules are, but like, mm. they're married couples at work. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine that, though. Can I get a demotion? Why? I want to sleep with Jane. <laughs> 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 You'd be worth it, Jane. Uh, Josh in North Lakes, um, <laughs> what's your uh, number one rule when it comes to this? My number one rule is don't screw the crew. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, that works for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is there anything in your workplace that says that you're not allowed to in the some sort of codes? Uh, look, no, but I think for your own benefit, it's safer. It fails more than it works. Uh-huh. What about if she's already done that? How do you go back? Look... I think she should go to HR, document mm-hmm. it, so mm-hmm. that at least she, if, if she's ever uh, on the back foot of anything, she's at least got a paper trail. Yeah, it's a good point. Mm. They always say that with anything, don't they? Yeah. If you're getting any situation at work that you're not comfortable with, make sure you document it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, words to live by, though, Josh. What Thank do you do you for a living, Josh, by the way? Oh, hang on. Sorry. I'm manager for, for an organisation and uh, it's a recent role, so it's all fresh in my mind. Right, so yeah. definitely, yeah. Go go in with the first few weeks, definitely with your, your motto, I think, and Absolutely. then see how, yeah, see how it goes. That's what his wife says too. <laughs> <laughs> Angela, what do you think this uh, lady should do? I think she should be mature and go and speak to him. Oh. Mm. Use, mm-hmm. use your words. <laughs> Communicate. <laughs> use your words. <laughs> Have you had any hookups at your workplace? Yeah, I married my manager. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. was that a, I mean, was it allowed or was it... Yeah, frowned upon. Uh, it was um, in my area, there was 50 people and six of us got married in the year that we did. Right. Two other people at work? Three other couples, yep. Wait, what do you work in? What field? Uh, property. Oh, how sexy. Oh, right. Did you just make a sale? I made a sale. Do you want to celebrate? You want to see my commission? Uh Uh-huh. It was a a government department and there was an awful lot of drinking. Uh, (laughs) I don't. Uh, So go talk to him. I like it. Good stuff. Thanks, Angela. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. His boots are made for walking. 
that's just what he'll do. One of these days, Matty's boots are gonna walk 50Ks for charity. <laughs> Next Thursday, uh, I'm walking from here in the city at the studio uh, at the top of Caxton Street. Gonna bail it all the way out to Ipswich. Switch? Uh, yeah, to the switch there. So we're going through uh, to Wong, Indro, all the way down through uh, Oxley. You're gonna go across the bridge. Yay! Yes. Bridge. Collect the gold. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'll put uh, 20% of what I find into the charity. <laughs> I like and that. That's <laughs> a pretty good number. That, that came pretty quick, to be yeah. fair. 20%. Yeah, I worked it all out. Mm. I worked it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is to raise money for young men's mental health. Top Blokes is the foundation. Wonderful people. If you missed uh, Zalin yesterday, who is one of the um, uh, mentors for the program, he's on our podcast uh, an amazing guy mm. doing great, great work for young boys. I saw a comment because we put it up on our B105 Instagram, I think, saying that you're doing it in the link mm. there if you want to donate. And one of the guys said that he did it last year and he said the last 5Ks were the killer. Right. He I said, did that's, see that. Yeah, that's when you really need, yeah. yeah. So avoid them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so start with them first. Yeah, do them uh, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These are the last five. Yeah. So it's a 10 kilogram weighted vest that I'm wearing the whole way along uh, as well. Mm. So um, 50 kilometres in total. I do want to shout out uh, to a couple of people who did donate yesterday. Because um, every time you donate um, on my profile, on the website, I actually see the messages that, that people put in there as well. Um, so uh, Matt Rollo, who also sent me a message on Insta um, from hashtag burgers and waffles um, that uh, Brunswick Street in the Valley. Ooh. They have uh, they've um, put in a donation. I just went, ooh, because it sounds yummy. Yeah, burgers and waffles. Mm. Yeah, waffles. Waffles. <laughs> in the morning, making waffles. Uh, so thank you so much to those guys for getting involved and also the Weatherproof Restorations and their team as well. Um, they've donated a, a great donation. Nick Parry um, has uh, put some money in yesterday. If anyone wants to donate and you want to do a, like a business shout out, this is your opportunity, mm. 131060. Or maybe you're at a work site, you can pass, no one has a hat, do they? Because they're not sun safe. Got a hard hat. Hard hat. Maybe. Pass yeah. the hard hat around and see <laughs> what you can get. Pass around the hard hat you're meant to be wearing by law, but you're probably not. Uh, <laughs> but I was saying, though, if anyone wants to do a large donation, like mm. you'd be willing to go out there and work for a little bit. You always wanted to be like a tradie, and I always think yeah. tradies are up this hour. What would be your ch- tradie of choice? Well, if I'm, you wanted to do your apprentice, uh, oh, look, I'll do anything. I'd be m- probably of most use to you doing some landscaping type stuff because oh, I, yeah. I know more about that. Anything mm. else, I'm probably just gonna be a bricky. You'd be way too slow because they're quick. Yeah, but I will be p- perfect at it. <laughs> oh wow, oh, that's a challenge. You, you, could. Know, you know, you guys that normally just slap it in. Oh, oh. <laughs> that wall. Oh, no, I never said Tetris? that. Have you seen Tetris? I never <laughs> said that they were bad at it. I just said that but I you meant, would be perfect. I at meant it. to build that wall at a forty-five degree angle. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what you wanted? <laughs> what about uh, you could rent yourself out for Fortnite? You could go and play Fortnite for someone, get them to the next level. Yeah. You, you know, you've got to yeah, work, yeah, for your, work for your skills. Use the skills yeah. you got. Yeah. yeah could give mm-hmm. that, give that you a could go. do a TikTok for someone. Mm-hmm. A yeah, business. Yes. If they're willing to donate. That is true. I could I could produce some video content for you. What's um, the um, What's the furthest? Because you are training and you're doing yeah. a really good job. And what you're like walking like three, Thanks, times, uh, three times a week? Uh, yeah, I've been doing a morning. bit. Yeah, yeah. Today the... I'm actually going to um, attempt to mow the lawn with it on as well. Oh, yeah. I wear that thing from 
now on, wear that thing as often as you can. Yeah. Uh, but what's the longest, uh, like in kilometres, you've walked in a row? Like so, because you, you're going to do the fifty like for the first time, but have you done like ten? Like I, okay, so I, I haven't done really big walks before. I think the longest run I've ever done since I was a kid would have been when I did Bridge to Brisbane. And you did that with hardly any training. Yeah. And yeah. that's 10Ks. That was pretty good. I think walk-wise was probably 8Ks mm-hmm. pushing back up the range um, uh, in Toowoomba because my mate knocked himself out oh, when we yes. were mountain bike riding mm-hmm. and the ambulance came and got him. And annoyingly, the ambulance doesn't take your bike with you <laughs> when they collect Did you. Ask? you. Yeah. Did you say, do you mind just putting this on the roof? Because it was me, my other mate. So there was two of us with three bikes. And I was like, can't you guys take the bike? Like, we can't take the bike in the ambulance. Ah. Oh. So what we had taken in terms of pushing it up, up Well, the that's hill. great training. So, yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I haven't, you know, I haven't done a lot. I I, 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 did, I did mean since you've been training. Oh, okay. Well, nothing. <laughs> no, <laughs> whole life. Like 5K, so? 5K yeah, is, yeah, probably okay. five, yeah. Mm. But, I mean, I would appreciate anyone, if you don't think that um, donating $2 or $5 is not enough, we'll absolutely take that. It's mm-hmm. um, it's such a great cause. You know, one in two boys are affected by mental health um, in their lifetime. 75% of them are before the age of 24. And these are young men who just don't have the skills yet or, you know, the maturity or the life experience to actually talk it out. And suicide is a horrendous Mm -hmm. thing to do, not just to yourself, but to the people that you leave behind. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what this walk about is just trying to save some lives. And if there's anyone that says, you know, I've had a family member that's been affected, whether Mm. it is, you know, a, a son or even your father as well, I always yeah. go, you feel so helpless. So this is an opportunity to give to a program that's really going to help the, the yeah. future. Uh, yeah. Hey, Jessica's called through. Jessica, you'd like to make a donation? Good morning, everybody. How are you? Right. Good. What's going on, Jess? Oh, sorry. I've got mum saying hi too in the background. Hi. hi. Um, so um, my husband's um, siblings, which is horrific, um, both when they were young, um, have both um, uh, lost their life to suicide. Wow. Yeah. So um, my husband had to grow up and live with that his whole life, yeah. which is like quite horrific and, you know, um, hard for him to also get some help along the way to deal with the situation, you know, and his um, the rest of the family was greatly affected also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also on my side of the family, I've grown up with mental illness, um, not myself, but through my family. So mm-hmm. I'm very aware of, you know, all the different emotions that roller coaster rides that go along with that, you know, even, you know, to try to help your family members. And it's very difficult when, you know, um, they can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what these guys are doing at Top Blokes. They're trying to help uh, young men realise that there are other ways and other things. There's always options and there's yeah. always help. You just have to Absolutely. reach out. So, mm-hmm. Jess, um, we're so sorry that that's happened to your family, but I believe Bootylicious Puppies is your That was a term. Bootylicious Puppies. <laughs> what is that, Jess? Right. So it's called Bootylicious underscore Puppies uh-huh. and we're on Instagram. And mm-hmm. um, so I'm a breeder. And um, we have beautiful cavoodle puppies at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I also do um, breed miniature poodles also. So, um, But 
why I'm calling mainly is because um, we're super proud of you, Maddie, and to bring the awareness out into the community because a lot of people are suffering in silence mm. and, you know, this isn't really talked about amongst family and friends and people, you know, just suffer in silence and they don't know or they can't reach out to anyone. Um, so we're super proud of you and um, I'd like to donate $200. You're amazing. Absolutely incredible. Thank you. I know you. it's not much. Oh, it's a lot. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Oh, my God, these puppies are so cute. Oh, you're definitely... <laughs> <laughs> We've Come lost on Abby, Jessica. Instagram. We've lost Abby. <laughs> oh, some of oh, them are only three you, days old. You could old. be in the market soon. Yeah. <gasps> Sorry. My groodle's a bit old. That's what she, he's saying, Jessica. You every day, and, you know, you bring so much joy and happiness to us and our family and... Um, Sorry, I'm just getting. Oh, Jess. Jess. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but um, well, Jess, you thank guys you. are amazing. You know, you help so many people in so many different ways. And I appreciate that. And I'm sure I'm speaking for the whole of Brisbane right now. We all appreciate the joy that you bring each of us each morning on our journey to work. Oh, so. thanks, Jess. Thanks, Jess. You're thank beautiful. You. Uh, Bootylicious underscore puppies. Go and check them out on Instagram. Thank you for your donation. There is a link on our Instagram page if you'd like to donate too. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Oh. Dressing up your dogs. Uh, Stab absolutely loves it. He's got a few outfits for his dog, Gus. But we just want to know where do you stand on it, 13, 10, 60? Because a lot of people are dressing them up for Halloween, which is so cute. Yeah, you sent through a video of... Trick-or-treating. Um, almost looked like a Demogorgon. That was, was brilliant. Mm. was very good. I looked online. I think it's too late to get it. So it's a dog in a, in a and giant spider, spider outfit. outfit. But it, it, if you open it up, it just looks like a huge spider. If you opened up the door like that person did, you'd freak out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it comes running out. People ran away. So um, 13, 10, 60, do you dress your doggy like stuff? Sha- Shani from Strathpine. It's defamation here at the moment. But do you dress Not up defamation your Defamation if it's true. Dog. We've got the photos. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Absolutely. My two chihuahuas love to be dressed up. What do you dress your chihuahuas <laughs> as? Um, so for Halloween, they've got a pumpkin outfit and a spider outfit. Oh, see, that's so cute. Please send in photos. Now, when you say that they love it, <laughs> yeah, how do you, how do you tell? They come and ask you. They <laughs> no, every time I bring, so they've got a bucket of different outfits, mm-hmm. and they come running up and like will jump until I put them into the outfit. Yeah, okay. that's definitely they love it. Yeah. I agree. Oh yeah. When yeah. you so I mean Halloween is a special occasion, but do you do this on the regular as well? Like if they're going to say a new friend's farm, house? yeah, the, will they put on a little waistcoat and that sort of thing or <laughs> I do have a tuxedo outfit for them and then if they go to the beach they've got Hawaiian shirts as well. <laughs> of course they do, Shani. Of course they do. <laughs> because they're dogs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How many outfits do you have for Gus? I don't have any. No, no. How many outfits are there for Gus? Uh, two or three. Yeah. yeah. What's in a, his closet? <laughs> he's got an Australia Day T-shirt. He's got his Wayne coat, and he's got a bow tie and a hat. Has he got dog Crocs? Apparently, you can get dog Crocs. Can you? Oh, look, he's excited. I'm not. Jason from Griffin. Dogs in outfits. Yay or nay? Oh, sorry, bro. We've got a bad line there. We yeah. might have to come back to you. Mm. All right, we'll go to Kim from Boona. Dogs in the outfits, hey. yay or nay? Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> we have a Chihuahua Cross Dash Hound, mm-hmm. and she loves wearing her little tutu. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> however, our cats love to play with her with the tutu, so we have to like kind of monitor that. 
Mm. Um, and then we also have a white German Shepherd. So um, we put fake blood on him and he has a Dracula outfit ready to go. So he likes to scare the kids um, when they come up for trick-or-treating <laughs> next Monday. That's an odd mix there. What did, did you say? How many two hours do you have? We've only got the one, one and then and we've a, got a German, German, a German Shepherd. shepherd. So How do they get along? They love each other, but it looks really funny when you're walking because you've got one big dog and one tiny little dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good on you guys. There you go. You can dress it up for, for trick or treat. Not doing it. Not what? doing it. Uh, follow the B105 Instagram page. You'll get to see it. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. His boots are made for walking, and that's just what he'll do. One of these days, Matty's boots are gonna walk 50Ks for charity. Yeah, next Thursday, 50 kilometres, leaving the studio here at the top of Caxton Street with a 10 kilogram vest, walking all the way out to Ipswich. Uh, it's to raise hopefully $50,000. Uh, for men's mental health and top blokes, a great foundation. So they go out to all the schools and do different programs, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm excited and I, I'm so thankful to everyone who has donated so far. Um, yeah, but we need more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't stop. Don't stop. <laughs> but to everyone who has, uh, it's so appreciated. Our B105 um, Instagram page has the link. You can go and click on that now. And we want to tell you why you should be donating. There is another local ambassador like you, Maddie. His name is Damien Burke, who joins us now. Uh, morning, Damien. Damien, why is this so important to you? Abby, we, I've been involved in Variety, the children's charity, for uh, about 22 years. People always used to ask me, you know, um, have you got a disadvantaged child? Mm. I'd get asked all the time and I said, no, in actual fact, that's the reason I do it. My parenting was a dream up till the 18th of October, three years ago, when it all changed. Mm. And... It's changed every day since. Four children, and your youngest, Cooper, was how old? He was 26 days short of his 18th birthday. So this coming the 14th of November next month, he would have turned 21. Mm. Damien, it's stories like yours and Cooper's that have inspired me to get behind this walk and get it done um, and try and raise some money to help other young men. If you wouldn't mind, can you just talk us through what it was like on the day that you found out that um, Coops had lost his life to suicide? The day was early, early in the morning. His older brother had come over the night before to visit his mother and and myself uh, with his girlfriend, who always said that she was never going to get married. So he didn't (laughs) ask her, but uh, they came over that night to have dinner and drinks with us. She decided to ask him to get married. No. So they spent the evening, and uh, took a while for him to tell us, but, um, and they left and uh, about 11 o'clock or so, Cooper was staying at their house and that's what he went home to. Mm. And um, so his older brother found him. And um, then they drove, after dealing with everything involved and um, the police and everything else, they drove back from Brackenridge back to Salisbury and... Um, to tell Lee and I. Mm-hmm. I could see when I opened the door, he rang me and I can remember walking up the hallway going, what did he ring me to open the door for? He's got his own key. And I opened the door and I, was, and I could see they were upset and I said, come in. We'll fix it. Come in, we'll fix it. Mm. It can't be fixed. And he said, Cooper's gone. And by then Lee was up the hallway with me and... Um, 
I said, go on, where? And she just dropped to the floor. Yeah. I knew that. I knew where then. Mm. So that's how we found out. And then I just went completely numb. I didn't say much for a while. Mm. I just started getting dressed. Did you have any idea? Yeah, because you, you, you said that your parenting was, was fine up until yeah. that day. Was well, so... I'd say it was fine, um, but there was definitely problems with Cooper in the last couple of years from grade 11. Mm. He'd had a falling out with his friends at school. He was doing a lot of different things, and obviously he was struggling with that. And um, I suppose I'm a bit reluctant to give advice, but more and more as time goes by, I do give this bit of advice to any parent. And that is to get your children involved with a second activity so they've got another group of friends other than at school. Mm -hmm. If everything seems like the world's going to not be worth going on in um, because no one likes you or in your head, Mm. if they've got another group of friends on a Wednesday night that they're catching up with that say, G'day, Billy, how are you going? Good to see you, mate. Maybe it brings a bit of balance to their life. No, he didn't see any warning. He said... He certainly didn't indicate that that's what he'd do. Uh, he didn't try it pro- beforehand that I know of. Mm. He didn't leave a note that I'm glad of. So I'm glad of because he could have put anything in that mm. in his state that mm. could have made anyone else feel worse. Mm. Now with top blokes, I suppose our efforts are um, to focus to so other people don't have to go through the journey that we're still going through. Mm. I can't believe how many older older than Cooper that you say, you know, I don't understand it, as I, I still don't understand it. I want to live as long as I can. Yeah. Mm. And I certainly have never thought it once to do the same thing. Another thing that everyone asks you. So I don't understand it. Uh, I know it's real. Mm. I know it's definitely real, and I know the, what it leaves behind. So if someone's listening and it does go through their head, if one person you believe loves you or this person or persons that you love don't do it can you tell us what sort of boy he was we don't own a a, a photo without him smiling and we honestly don't own one he was a very happy very cheeky very quick-witted good-looking young boy he's the only one taller than me in the family and he's only 17 (laughs) he didn't like sport you know, we talk about that second group of friends. He didn't like sport. Mm. He was built for it. Too much involved in computers, as mm. a lot of them are these days. Playing Space Invaders, as I always used to say to them. It's a bit more advanced. But yeah. <laughs> so, they, so they tell me, Stan. Yeah. <laughs> used to twist their tail. Like, <laughs> it's not Space Invaders, Dad. When you look at suicide from the outside, because we hear about it a lot here. Sure. And the first thing we normally say is... You'd be so angry if someone that knew you knew did that to you, and what they, you were saying with what they leave you behind. All the other emotions, the despair, the grief, the sorrow. Is there anger at the fact that he chose to do this this way? His three siblings and his mother and I. There's not one of us that have dealt with it the same. Mm. And I don't think my wife Lee would mind me saying hers has definitely been anger. Right. Mine, I just cried every day. Mm. I'm trying to talk about it. We all are. It wasn't until we got out to the scenic rim where we now live and uh, his mother started mowing the grass, which she loves doing, Mm. and listening to um, the noise-cancelling headphones and putting on music, 
I wasn't even aware that she hadn't even listened to music till then. Yeah, yeah. And she doesn't know why. I think it was just a matter of that she didn't let herself be happy. Mm. Maddie wanted to do this program, and rightly so, is because, you know, losing friends, I always go, I just, I wish I could tell them that there's options, you know, which you could tell you to talk about what's going on. And when they're going through it, it becomes so insular and I don't want to burden other people or they don't understand. And the importance of having programs like this is, I guess, to, to get young boys talking. We've all got to talk. I, I mean, I'm a big talker anyway. There's no doubt anyone will tell you that. But um, And, yeah, this is, as you can see, a hard subject when you get into it. I try to lighten it up sometimes to – that's probably the wrong word. I try to lighten my – mood up yeah to talk about it so so everyone doesn't end up in tears like you (laughs) (laughs) um and which then we all cry but that's okay too that only means we're human yeah Yeah. we all should talk to our children early and when they're younger probably something that i wasn't aware of you don't think it's going to happen to you sort of scenario you don't actually even think it you just assume that it won't Yeah. yeah um so i think if you talk to your younger children earlier, you know, between 14 and 44 males are the highest suicide rate mm-hmm. by far. Mm-hmm. Girls aren't in that figure. It's because girls sort their problems out by talking to their friends. Mm-hmm. They speak their emotions without any hesitation to yeah. their friends, their dear friends and family and their mothers. Yeah. Blokes don't do that as much. Mm. I think we do better than we used to. We're getting there. But the suicide rate, is terribly much higher than it used to, too. One thing that I've taken away from being with top blokes, and I've been in a few of their sessions at schools, is it not just encourages the boys to speak about how they're feeling, but they are teaching other boys to look out for their mates and mm. check in. And to listen. And have conversations and meaningful conversations. Mm. And it, it kind of struck with me you said before about having your son do other things outside of school and I think it's really important that we are teaching our young boys to have connections in lots of different places absolutely so that they do have good people looking out for them and and checking in you know it's it sounds so simple and it is so simple but we have to do something about it We, we can't accept it no we can't accept it especially on the ones that haven't lived yet at all I can't even remember when I was seven no no well, mate, I am, we are so terribly sorry that that's happened. And this 50K walk, uh, after meeting you, I'm going to be thinking about him the whole way. And uh, if we, I'd, I'd do 5,000 kilometres. Slow down, Jim. <laughs> over a long period of time. If, if I'll come we pick can, you up. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. I'll, be walking, I'll be walking out. He's going to carry you. Come on. If we can, if we can save lives, and that's what this is going to honestly do. This, this program, Top Blokes, is going to save so many lives. Mm. Yeah, this isn't throwing money at a problem, this this charity. It's it's um, being able to afford mentors and um, putting them through programs over the time they need mm. to get through to the children. It's not just a splash in the pan. You know, it's like six weeks courses, as you know, Matty. Yeah. Um, as um, where two of the 
ambassadors of the seven around Australia yeah. mm-hmm. here in sunny Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Everyone who's involved in the program speaks of the, the benefits and, you know, the actual tangible um, effects that they have seen mm. from it. Yeah. So if anyone is thinking about encouraging um, to donate, and I encourage them to do it because I know that everyone has been um, affected and just hearing your story, mm. I really hope that people do dig deep for this and donate. Well, there's a website there you can go to. There is a link on our Instagram, on our Facebook page. Uh, Mate, thank you so much for sharing your story uh, and being so open and honest. We we appreciate it so much. Thanks very much, Maddie. Stab Abby. Stab Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab Abby and Matt on B105.